the life of the entrepreneur is like, it's stressful because of the money situation. You don't know when it's going to come in. Yeah. (laughs) But it's at the same time, it's so much more fulfilling and like, Hey there, and welcome to the Just Boldly Go podcast, where I help women face their fears, set goals, and take imperfect action towards creating a life they can't wait to get out of bed for every single day. If you'd like to see what we have going on, you can head over to justboldlygo.com. And if you're a women-owned business, we'd love to invite you to join our women-owned business directory at sheowns.org. All right. So today I have with me Renata Camo. I'm going to let her tell you about her story. It starts not in the United States, but here she is. And I'll just let you tell it. Go ahead. (laughs) Thank you for having me. So my story, I guess my story starts back in the beginning of the 2000s. I mean, I'm originally from Brazil. I grew up in Rio. I went abroad to the, I went to the UK to do my master's degree and I met, um, an American who became my future husband later. So that's why I ended up in the U.S. I moved here 2001 and I lived in Texas uh, for the first three years in the U.S. And then we moved to New York uh, because my then husband wanted to pursue an MBA at Columbia. So um, it was weird professionally like it was tough for me because when I moved to the U.S. was right after September 11th too actually it was before September 11th a month before so it was hard for like being an an immigrant getting my work permit starting to look for a job Uh, my previous job in Brazil it was I was doing marketing for Coca-Cola and then when I moved to Texas it was not only it was Houston so the challenge was also not only the fact that all this immigration new policy was going on in the country, but also the fact that I used to do marketing and consumer goods, and then I had to switch to, to, to go to more like a business to business because Houston is basically oil and gas. So um, then uh, I got a job in that sector, didn't like much, but then I moved to um, New York and uh, thought that would be easier to get a job in the consumer goods industry, but I got pregnant with my first kid. (laughs) And so things were a little like not as planned and like in terms of like, oh, am I going to get another job? This company, great. It's all going to be good. Anyway, so after years, like I had my daughter and then after some time, like, you know, asking myself, what do I really want to do? Was I happy doing what I was doing before? Because I think that um, to me, more and more, and I'm now 47, I think that as we age, that to me becomes the most important question. You know, it's important to live your days fully, you know. So while before, I don't know, wasn't so much, I don't know, maybe you don't have the maturity or maybe you haven't gone through enough stuff, you know. Right, yeah. To realize what what is important, so important. So I was really kind of doing some soul searching, 
And uh, I ended up working for a, a nonprofit, a Brazilian nonprofit, and helping them raise money here. Then, anyway, long time, long story short, my husband at that point was working for an investment bank who went under during the financial crisis. So, apart from doing that nonprofit work, I, I also decided to teach um, Portuguese for. Um, Portuguese to Americans, because I thought this is going to be a great opportunity to go to companies, meet executives, and who knows, maybe I can get a job. And this is exactly what happened. <laughs> so, yeah, and it's like people say, oh, why are you doing that? I was, I'm not a teacher, but teaching a foreign language, it's different than actually teaching, you know, like teaching. But anyway, one of the uh, executives that I taught, it was... Uh, who became my very good friend, David, I used to teach him. And then he said, I mean, why don't you work for us? And this was a big Brazilian bank who was here, had American people in their mm -hmm. office. And so they're offering Portuguese classes. And I'm like, in a bank? What am I going to do in a bank? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. What do you guys do? It's, it's, and it's pretty much a broker dealer. It was, so it was just like a trading floor. And I'm like, me here? Anyway. I ended up working there for many years. So I was with them for seven years and I went into an area that I thought was not the area that I liked in the beginning of my career. But in the beginning of my career I was more hooked into branding, you know, and I thought branding was the coolest thing. So, and it turned out that I, when I was working for Itaú, uh, what I did was basically doing the, all the events part of Itaú, you know, conferences and roadshows and all mm -hmm. that which I thought I would never like it, but it turned out that that's what I liked. So I gave it a try because of all that was going on with my then husband's job. I'm like, I better get a job that pays, you know? So, yeah. and then I started that, did for seven years. Then I moved to another bank and then I realized I wasn't happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we need to constantly check ourselves with that. Yeah, because I think you lose track and you're, you know, and you're like, you're in it. It's hard to change, you know, and you just get absorbed into it and you're making money and I'm like, why am I going to change? What is more important? But I need to make money. I have two kids, whatever. And I was already at that point, I was going through a divorce. So I was very worried with like, how is my finance situation is going to be? I live in New York City, which is expensive to live. You know, so there was all those considerations in my mind, but my, I was so unhappy uh, of going to work every day, even like things that I took pleasure before in grabbing a coffee and then going into the office, everything became a burden, you know? Yeah. The environment wasn't the best either or I was, but I'm like, it's time to change. And it was weird that something lit my mind and said, I think I have enough experience to do what I do on my own. So I started really thinking about it and thinking that not only I would have a better quality of life because I used to get in the office at 7.30 a.m., you know, so I never, I mean, at that point I could take my son to school. Actually, not, not at that point I couldn't, but before I, I could to preschool because preschool starts earlier than normal school. But once he hit kindergarten, I couldn't even do. 
I never did that for my daughter because I was always have to be in the office 7 38 a.m. So there was no way I would be able to leave my office and go and see things in the middle of the day if I had to, you know, some presentations or whatever. But it wasn't like I felt like this, I want to be more flexible. I want to be able to take them to school if I can, you know, yeah. work, you know, then stop and do, you know, it's the, the life of the entrepreneur is like it's stressful because of the money situation you don't know when it's gonna come in yeah <laughs> but it's at the same time it's so much more fulfilling and like I'm much happier so I decided to uh, open an events uh, business and I was blessed when I was working for the Brazilian bank I hired an outside a uh, agency to help me with my conferences mm-hmm. and the person that I worked with, was available so and she used to to like on the vendor side she was my right hand to run the conference the conferences so I started I approached her and I said don't you want to join forces with me you know how about we do this think about it think about it don't give me an answer now I'm not even certain if I want to do that no (laughs) (laughs) so she did and then she came back let's do it and that's how it started. So, yeah. So it's been like, that was 2016. Yes. So it's been all right. And right now, because of COVID, it's not the best sector to be in. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately. <Yeah. laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. There's virtual stuff happening, but it's not, you know, there's there's a lot of the virtual events people can do in housed. So they don't hire a lot of outside companies. Yeah. We have done some. We're pitching on others. I mean, there has been work, but not at the same, not at all at the same level that before. And, and I think, oh, what, what would you do? Would you still think that this was the best? Absolutely. Um, I don't change it for my life before. In the beginning, though, it was challenged because I was so used to that uh schedule you know of like getting up getting to work doing this that I used to get up and put my you know um gym clothes to take myself to school and I'm like that's weird (laughs) it doesn't (laughs) feel like you know that you're really working yeah and at first I'm like I want to have an office I don't want to work from home I want to have an office and I'm like now I'm like what was I thinking (laughs) (laughs) you know so um yeah, I think it's it's hard to take the first step, you know. I think it comes usually from a very discomfort position. Right. That's usually where change comes from, right? You have to feel you have to feel pretty bad for you to say I'm going to change. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. But I mean, I did it and and a lot of the stuff that happened good and bad in the way, it's funny like it just makes it easier. You know, when COVID hit, I was scared, but I'm like, it's going to be fine. <laughs> you know, in the end of the day, we'll be fine. Yeah. So just like, you know, try to tame your anxiety because if you're an anxious person, not knowing that you're going to get a paycheck can be tricky, you know? Yeah, it can. <laughs> and it's something that you need to get used to, you know? Because before it was just so easy, you know, the money will get you in your account. You're going to have, you know, you're going to have that certainty to a certain yeah. extent because they can let you go. But 
it was just like, to me, it's like very worthy. I think I'm a better mom. Yeah. I think I'm more involved in my kids' activities every day. Uh, I think I think I manage my time better. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I'm more complete like life because, you know, I don't have to be sitting in an office so from seven to five, even if there's nothing to do, you know, those days the, the workload's not there. I mean, if there's no workload, you know, I don't need to do that. I can take a break. I can do, I can work out in the middle of the day or whatever. Yeah. So I think it's, it's, it's totally worth it. Absolutely. I, I think back to the job I had before I had kids and, you know, I had to go and be there from nine to five every day. Mm-hmm. And I, but I, I was a producer at a TV station and mm. it literally took me seven hours a month to plan all of the shows that we had to do. And then like once a week, I'd have to be present for the show or whatever. The rest of the time I was just sitting around doing nothing. And it was so like, I kind of felt bad for getting paid for doing it. But I hate, and I also hated that I was stuck there. I couldn't go do anything else. I had to still be there. That's it. You know, that guaranteed paycheck is not necessarily. It's not. No, no. Especially if you're in a position that you, you have, you know, extra money, or if you have, if you're married and you have your husband, it's, it's take it, take it, do it. And I tell, I, I have friends who are unhappy, you know, with their jobs, but they don't take it. They can't take the step. And I understand each person has, we all have our own time, you know, yeah. but once you free yourself from that, you know, because corporations can have bad environment, you know, toxic and then and it's so like there's so much that goes on you know that not necessarily is work related you know yeah and so much that you waste time too that you don't realize you know the other thing that I really like about having my own business is how much more of a of like a a global perspective of the business itself like before you just on a little place there that's all you see right right now I have to hire people for extra jobs. I have to look into accounting. I have to figure out what's the best financing. I have to, so it gives you like a whole complete like understanding of, of the business. And I, I think it's great. I love it. One of the things that you said early on was, you know, that you just tried this thing that a lot of people are like, how are you going to even do that? You're not a teacher. Like what, why would you do this? Um, But I love that because that's one thing that I preach constantly to people is especially if you, are feeling like there's something bigger out there, something else that you should be yeah. doing, but you don't really know what yet. Just try something, just something that you're familiar with or something new, anything, just try it because you never know what doors are going to open just it from is. you saying yes to that one thing. It's so true. And it's interesting because I did the nonprofit work that I was doing that I really liked, but it was a nonprofit, pay was not that much. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, what should I be doing to connect with people? You know, people here that, you know, I can turn into something I don't even know. And when I was, when I was like in my, I think I was 1920, I lived uh, in um, Cambridge, England for like six months because I wanted to be able to uh, have a a fluent like um, English. So when I went back to Brazil, I taught English to people in Brazil in an English course. 
So I kind of, you know, I did it just to keep my English, you know, not to lose it. So when I, when I was here, like, and I was like going, uh, you know, through that, what should I do? What should I do? I, I thought, you know, I know that companies will definitely want to hire and I, and I will be the teacher that's going to raise, because a lot of teachers don't want to go to the companies to teach. I'm like, I'm there, you know, <laughs> so you, you can really um, meet people. And to me, that was just, that's exactly what took me there. And it was like, I was, uh, I was like just teaching in Portuguese, you know, and it came from like, no, you have the personality, you can do this. And then so I'm like, okay, maybe. And I heard him. And then coincidentally, the financial situation, the, the bank that my husband was in went down. So I'm like, yeah, I gotta take this, <laughs> you know, and I talk to people. So and you know, that just saying yes to that led to this creating your own business, you know, years later, but and it wasn't anything you ever saw coming, but no, that's, and you know, when I started my business, same thing, it was necessity. It was because it was, I was in a painful place, had to get out of it. And I never would have imagined I'd be here now, you know, doing what I'm doing now. And it's, it's just unbelievable how your world can completely change just by making taking one risk, just saying yes to one thing that maybe most people are like, that doesn't even make sense, but you know, it's the right move for you and you have to take it. Yeah. It's like steps. It's like you're saying like what happened, I don't know, 10 years or no more than that, whatever. It's what brings you to this point. You know, it's like everything is, is, is learning, but I think, I think it comes a lot from a place of being more mature and have had experience, I guess. It makes it easier, right? Yes. Than when you're young. Definitely. Absolutely. It, you have this perspective on life of, you know, if I don't do this, will I regret it? Even in five years, will I wish that I had done that? And then that that really makes it easy for me to, to take the no. risk. Yes. If, if, I'm gonna, if I'm going to regret, then I'm doing it. Yes. Well, also, uh, and it, I think this whole pandemic thing puts things into a lot of perspective. I think it makes people realize even more, is it important for me to be making money on an unhappy job or try to do something different, you know? And it, it's like, we don't know. This thing hit us out of, you know, nobody was, well, we were not expecting it the way it did happen. So, and it happened. So, and we are here surviving. So, to me, it's 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 just like makes me value every day. I had a I had a little accident last year, like I tripped and fell on my face, and I broke my nose, and it was a mess, like just blood everywhere. I had to have stitches. Anyway, and that made me think that too. You know, <laughs> it's just like how important it is that you really do what you want to do because that's yeah. that it's your life that you're in control of it. That's one part you're in control. Absolutely. So. When you were first talking about that, um, the it popped into my mind the, the quote by Steve Jobs about, you know, if I have too many days in a row where I'm not excited to get out of bed, it's time to change oh. what I'm doing. Because, you know, I'm if I'm not excited to get out of bed for the day, then I'm not, how can I keep living like that? So that is so true. And that's and that's exactly how you feel in an unhappy job, you know, but I do like, I don't, I don't want to get up. And usually I'm a pretty, I'm a morning person. I'm up and I'm going, you know? So I'm like, Oh no. You know, every Sunday you get that 
awful feeling that Monday's coming, you know? Yeah, I'm happy to go to work. So I'm like, I don't want to live through that. Absolutely. So. Well, I, uh, how can people connect with you? Where's the best place to find you? Um, I'm actually in the process of updating our website. So it doesn't say, uh, it's not looking that great at the moment, but <laughs> yeah, my okay. email, it's the best way to okay. connect. You have it. Yeah. Yes, I do. I will put it in the show notes and, um, thank you so much for joining me. It was a oh, thank pleasure you. chatting with you. Here I come.